This is the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast. What would it take for you to double your profits and half your stress with your intuition? Learn how with your host, Michael Light. Well, what, how do you use intuition in your business? There are two things I do. One is body awareness, where I think about a vision that I have or an action I want to do, and I connect to my body and see how my body feels about it. And it's pretty much how I use my <coughs> intuition for everything, even like what food I want to eat, for example, if I'm not sure mm-hmm. where I connect to my body. And if there is no response, that means I don't actually want it. It's, it's, it was just like a loop of programming in my head that told me I should want it. Mm-hmm. And if there is a response and I feel good and I feel, specifically if I feel my core desired feelings in my body, then I really do want it and it's the right thing for me. Now, sometimes, occasionally, in my, I might even have like a negative feeling. Um, and that's an opportunity to explore further as to why it might be. Uh, there might be a subconscious limiting belief going on or that might be uh, an actual thing in reality, you know, in physical reality that might be not good for me, I need to explore. But normally it's just um, either there's a good feeling or there's no feeling. So that's one way. Another way is, as I stated in one of my comments, a new way that I've been doing is to think about an action or a vision and ask myself if this action would create beautiful dreams tonight <laughs> and nice. if it doesn't yeah it probably is not the right next yeah yeah so that's pretty much it actually so tell me more about you 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 said that when you want to manifest something you ask if it will create beautiful dreams tonight tell me more about that approach Yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still diving into that. Uh, because I know my dreams lead to beautiful stuff. So I'm trying to s- create a way to go in the other direction. So there's a novel called The King of Atar Waiting for You mm. um, by Dorothy Bryant. Have you read it? I haven't, no. It's amazing. It's a, it's a fictional story. It's a novel, but there's so much to learn from that. It's about uh, an alternative human society, and they live their lives such that their dreams become more and more beautiful. And then their dreams, in turn, nourish uh, their daily lives, creating this symbiotic feedback loop between their dreams and their daily lives. And and for the last 21 months of my life, especially the last nine months, that's how I've been living, at least one way. So I'm trying to create a bridge the other way. Mm. So for example, about 21 months ago, 
Okay, so as I was saying, I had a, and this is how my dating and relationship coaching business was started. It was started because of a dream. Mm. So last year, I had a dream. I was talking to a woman. So, well, the reality happened first. I was talking to this woman that I was seeing, and before we got off the phone, she said, I'll dream about you tonight, okay? And then that very night, I had what was at that time the most powerful dream of my life. She she was in the dream, but every one woman in my life was in the dream. And it was, I saw this big, giant, infinite, open book made of light. And above this book was a circle of women flying and floating and standing above the book and sending rays of light into the book. And at first I was observing this and I knew immediately that the book represented my life purpose and all my projects. And then I merged with the book and I became the book. <laughs> and and that's when I started feeling the most amazing joy, ecstasy, arousal, turn on, beauty, wonder, everything good. And this feeling of total alignment with my destiny, this energy of aliveness. And I woke up directly from the dream at like three or four in the morning. And even though it was so early in the morning, I was totally energized from that dream, even in my waking physical body. So it actually had an actual effect on my waking life and my waking physical body as well. And I knew immediately what to do. So I got to my laptop immediately as soon as I woke up, I opened my laptop, I created a website that I had been struggling to create for a week, and I created it in one hour. And I recorded the guided meditation for that site in an hour. Mm. Uh, in one take, like everything was done in, in an hour and in one take, and it was amazing. So two months later, um, I told a friend of mine about this dream and this whole story, and she was so moved and inspired by this story that she asked me to teach a class at her house. And so at first it was going to be a private class just for my private clients, but then I opened it up to meetup.com because she said, um, I'm only going to do this if there's at least five people. So I was like, I wanted to make sure of that. So, and everything was based on inspiration and I, was, I decided that the topic was going to be on the sexual energy secret for success almost no one talks about and was going to be based on this dream and this story. And long story short, uh, a guy who came to that workshop, he became my first high-end client. You know, even though he met me only once, he ended up paying me like $2,000 in full in advance after meeting me only once. And that says a lot. That shows a lot of trust in me that he had. And it shows, you know, the power of that dream as well and that whole, all the events that led to it. And and after that, I started teaching more workshops like that and getting more and more high-end clients. So that's an example of how a dream has influenced my life. Mm. And then lately, my dreams have been guiding me to create guided meditations mm -hmm. uh, based on the dreams. Mm. Uh, so instead of just talking to you about dreams like I'm doing right now, the idea is that I guide you into the dream 
so that you have a direct experience of it as if it was your own dream. So, so I've done that too. I've, I've created these videos. Uh, I'm also supposed to create an online course based on that. I, I just haven't done that yet. <laughs> but you need to dream about it. <laughs> yeah. I've had many dreams, so like, I have enough to create an entire course. Like, well, it's supposed to be just a seven-day course. Mm. And I'm having like more and more dreams, like, you know, pretty much every two weeks. So these beautiful, amazing dreams. And so now, and then when I read The King of Atar, Waiting for You, which, by the way, was recommended by a woman named Eluna, who, who has a similar story to me. Mm-hmm. And so, so tell me the name of the book, book again. On the, it's uh, called "The Kin of Atar Are Waiting for You." Kin of, uh, I'm just going to see if I can find it. A T A Atar. Kin of Atar Are Waiting for You. Here we go. Yeah. So when I read that book, especially the ending, which is so badass. Um. It felt like total validation and confirmation of my path, you know. And and in fact, I recently accidentally became the leader of a Facebook group that's been in this group because 24 hours after uh, after I joined the group, the leader of the group decided to step down and let me be the admin of that group, <laughs> mm. which was another confirmation for me. It's magical. <laughs> yeah, it's totally magical. So now I'm really working on like, okay, so the dreams are guiding me, but how do I go the other way, create a bridge, right? How do I, so it's a question I'm still exploring. So I've been uh, asking myself more and more often, like what, like sometimes on a morning, like I would ask like, what action should I take that would create a beautiful dream tonight, you know? And, I, and then I would get an answer. And, and usually it's like when I spend more time outdoors and I'm in nature a lot and I'm creating and something creative, I that's usually when I have a beautiful dream. Mm. And, and lately I've been asking too, you know, like which relationships with which woman would help induce more beautiful dreams. That's what I've been looking at too. Mm-hmm. So it's still an exploration for me when it comes to that. It's just one of those questions, right? Like there's a quote by Rainier Maria Wilke when she said, uh, be patient with the questions. I don't know if you're familiar with that quote. No. What do you think okay, about Let these? me look it up. Okay. okay. It's so beautiful. Oh. By the way, I've, I've written an entire article on the importance of asking good questions because that's been my path too. Questions so. are the key to consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's like, you know, Einstein has said it, Tony Robbins has said it, like, you know, the quality of your life 
just based on the quality of your questions. So you ask better questions, right? Uh, this is a quote by Rena Maria Roque. She said, be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've been on this path where I, I would ask myself a question and explore it for 30 days. Like last year, I asked myself the question, what is the best doing that would most enhance my being? And, and this year, I asked my, the question, um, I went deeper than that I, and asked myself the question, what is the doing that is the same as being? And that question has led to the creation of an entire, bus- entire new business. So on um, you know, uncovering people's greatest gifts, which I feel is the merging point of being and doing, and I'm writing the most important say, article of my say life. Say that question again. It sounded pretty deep. What is the doing that is the same as being? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's and so deep, and so it's. And so that's another way to tap into intuition is to ask good questions, right? Yeah. So the question that I'm that I'm still exploring, right, that I'm still trying to live without having a clear answer yet, is that question, how can I live today so that I have beautiful dreams tonight? Uh-huh. And the follow-up to that would be, how can I infuse this day with the magic of the powerful, beautiful dreams I've already had? And... The second question, I have a better idea of it, you know, like the, like being guided to create guided meditation dreams. And, and now I listen to my own guided meditations every almost every morning. And it feels amazing. It's an amazing way to start the day. Mm-hmm. So the second question, I have more clarity. The first question is something I'm still exploring. How can I live today so that I have beautiful dreams tonight? Well, dreaming, doing, being are all related. So. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like when we're having a dream, even when we're having a bad dream or a sad dream, it's we're hyper-aware. And we're aware that we're aware so that we're actually closer to our true self in our dreams. It's like we're more in the observer state in the dreams, mm-hmm. which is powerful. Right, less baggage in dreams. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's... So you, back, uh, you talked earlier about um, using your body to hear your intuition? Mm-hmm, yeah. So can you, do you, do you, can you give an example where you, you did that in your business? Your body gave you a message? One example would be uh, you know, when I came up with the pricing to start the uh, when I had my dating and relationship coaching business. You know, I came up with two thousand dollars for a package of ten or eleven sessions. That's my 
uh, high-end price package. And you know, at first I thought of five thousand or three thousand or one thousand, mm-hmm. and I came up with a specific number of two thousand by connecting to my body and seeing that that is the best price. And you know, and I've tried to not listen to my intuition and, and price it at three thousand, and it has mm-hmm. never worked. You know. So, you know, just yeah. so people who are new to this can understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you you said different prices out loud, and you notice how your body reacted, or was there some other way you were getting this message? Right. So I would say, well, saying it out loud is one way. Usually, I'm more visual, so I just visualize um, talking with a client, or visualize myself charging that amount, and see how my body will respond to that. So, say you said. In this case, one thousand dollars, which was too low. How would your body respond? Um, right now, it would. I feel a slight tension under in my stomach. So you need to be in a pretty quiet place to be able to hear these messages. Yeah, and and the thing about me is, uh, so I try to I've trained my intuition to be sensitive to my the feelings in my body, mm-hmm. uh, because there are different ways of listening to intuition, right? And in my case. The body awareness and the feeling works better for me because in the past, like way back in the past, um, back in the days when I was depressed and suicidal, I would often hear like contradictory voices in my head Mm. and that was so annoying. I had to like learn how to shut it off. So when it comes to intuition, I, I train myself to be attuned to more into the feelings in my body than to hear any voice. Now, for other people, they might hear a voice instead, or mm-hmm. and that work better for them, you know. But for me, it's the feeling in my body that works best. So, you know, coming back to this example, when you try to visualize three thousand dollars, what what do you notice the same thing or something else in your body? Or? Um, I'm getting way too excited and ungrounded, and mm. and there's a fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you felt you were floating out of your body, or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then at two thousand, what? How did that feel for you? That feels just right. Like I feel, and not only feel, like I feel like I'm like I'm both visual and kinesthetic, and my I have kind of synthesis here where my visual and my kinesthetic are combined, they're merged. Mm-hmm. So I not only feel completely in my body, I also simultaneously feel expansive, and I even see like 
roots coming out of my feet and I feel like lights coming out of my body. There's like concentric uh, circles of light. Um, and it feels really good. Mm. I feel both grounded and expansive mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's a great uh, example of hearing your intuition from your body to set a price that works for your business. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if someone was new to that, you know, listening mm-hmm. to their intuition and they wanted to try seeing if their body could give them messages, you know, what would you suggest to help them do that? Hmm. I would suggest first getting uh, some bodywork sessions with a really good body worker, like a massage therapist, but not um, not just any old regular massage therapist. It needs to be like therapeutic massage, you know. Uh, either that or get some private building Christ session. Uh, and I can send you the, the word how it's spelled it's called Feldenkrais it was invented by a guy named Moshi Feldenkrais it's like a movement modality it's like the, the gentler softer version of rolfing rolfing is painful it is yeah right. is, I've been rolfing Feldenkrais is the opposite <laughs> of rolfing okay yeah it's more a more gentle way of adjusting yeah. the body so and the beauty of Feldenkrais Christ is that when you're doing it in a public class, there are also classes on Feldenkrais. Christ. You do it yourself. So it's called active. It's like yoga, but so much slower. Mm-hmm. And then when you're having a private session with the Feldenkrais Christ yeah, teacher or practitioner, um, she does the movements for you, so it's passive. Mm. So it's not massage, exactly, because she's actually... She's not massaging you, but she's moving your body in ways that are, I can't even explain it. It's so magical, right? But you're, you're transformed by the end of a session. Uh, but it's based on the idea of, of, like, observing your body, not just mentally, and, and having this playful exploration of uh, what could be done differently. So, for example, in my first private session, I had observed that my left leg was tighter than my right, right? So, the Feldenkrais teacher reframed that and said, well, in Feldenkrais, this is how we say it. We say that your left leg is optimized for stability and your right leg is optimized for mobility. That's what's actually happening. So, we're going to reprogram that by moving it in certain ways, and she did. (laughs) And it's magical. So I highly, highly recommend Feldman Christ to get in touch with your body and and to that body felt sense and intuition for somebody who's new to this work. And And did it take many months to open up your body or Yeah, I had about two private Feldman Christ sessions and three months of weekly public classes that I took. Mm. Yeah. And and then there is also the work of uh, removing 
your limiting beliefs about yourself and and really awakening more and more to your true self and and awakening to what I call your core desired feelings. And and that's the process that I take clients through. But Daniel Laporte has a book called The Desire Map and she has her own process too. So that's you know publicly available, you can just buy the book. And the idea is that everything we've ever wanted was because we want to feel a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I want more money, I probably don't actually want the money. I want what the money can get me. So, I, can, I probably want to feel stable. I want to feel secure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I want a bigger house, it's not that I want the bigger house. It's that I want to feel more spacious, right? So, once I know that, I don't have to be addicted to the strategy anymore or to be attached to it. Uh, all these possibilities open up of what is the strategy that I can do right now to feel more spacious, right? So there are certain movements that I can do, certain sounds that I can make to feel more spacious. Or I could go to the ocean and spread my arms and mm-hmm. I can feel more spacious, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need a bigger house right now, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you know your cause that feeling, then you get more in touch with your body because when something is an absolute how fucking yes, positive yes, mm-hmm. then your body will respond with your part of that feeling. Like there's no doubt anymore. You know? So that's another way to get in touch with it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So... And for me, like lately I've gone even deeper instead of just my top five cause of that feelings. I've been really working on, later focusing on my root desire, my one root desire. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized recently, for me, it is uh, usually naked, nourishing, effortless presence, which is basically grace, this awe-inspiring, ever-expanding grace. That's my root desire. Mm. So you want to experience your godlike self? Yeah, I'm totally effortless, totally present. Yeah, and usually nourishing each other in that presence, where we don't even have to do anything. We can just sit and be with each other, and we're just filled up and. So lately, a lot of my sessions with clients, that's how it's been more and more where in the past I had all these modalities that I invented for clients. Nowadays, I don't do any of that anymore. I just sit with them and I just be with them and that's it. And then all these amazing transformations take place. So I'm stepping more and more into that godlike like that that's mutually nourishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think of that as both godlike and childlike, because children have natural lights. Exactly. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, what would it take to be more godlike and childlike today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
and dreamlike, which is the same thing. And dream and dreamlike exactly. It's like when I'm in that state of being, it's as beautiful as my dreams, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You have a sense of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's so free and so spacious. And so nourishing. Hmm. So how does having this uh, grace state help your business? That's a good question. I am stepping more and more into that. Well, it's starting to make my sessions more effortless. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the biggest one right now. It's like mm-hmm. I'm doing less and less and next time about getting mm-hmm. bigger and bigger every time. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting, you know, better and better testimonials. Mm-hmm. So like my clients keep referring to me as a magician. Oh, oh that is magical. I do. So, so there is that in terms of my ambitions. And I'm learning how to really infuse it into like all of my business um, decisions, for example, I used to use Zoom for my video calls with clients, um, but now I've switched to this new thing called Appear.in, and it's amazing because it reflects the internal effortlessness that I'm stepping into, because there are no downloads required, no need to sign up or log in, you just show up, you just click on the link, and you just show up. Mm. And it's free. Say what that service is called again. I didn't quite catch it. It's called Appear.in. Appear.in. Appear. Appear, yeah, like appearance. Oh, appear, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Appear.in. In. Dot in. Yeah. So you're finding the the, your business runs with less effort, and things come, new ideas come to you more easily. Is that what I'm understanding? So as I was saying, you know, um, you're familiar with the online funnels and the funnel model of doing business, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I've never had an online funnel, uh, but I've had an offline funnel back when I had the dating and relationship business, which was that I would promote an event on meetup.com mm-hmm. and I would charge $27 for it. And then people would come to the event. And then at the event, they would have to pay me $49 for an interview with me to make sure they're a good fit. And from the $49, they would become the $2,000 client. So it was a pretty basic funnel, right? It's the meetup, the workshop, the interview, and then the session. So like only four steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I launched, based more on purpose and discovering your greatest gift and things like that, 
I am exploring a new way of doing business that really reflects this desire for effortless grace, where I don't, I feel like if I have to do a big launch or if I have to have a complicated funnel, if I have to try to convince you in any way to become my client, I'm probably not a good fit for you anyway. So like, don't buy my shit, right? <laughs> so I, I want to step point to that effortless trust and this connection of like just building relationships with people and what I call a touch point marketing where it's not a funnel, this is based on touch points. And that's why I created the Facebook group Phoenix Awakening where instead of a funnel, it's more like a circle where there are many touch points where people can touch me and I can touch people like the Facebook group, my videos, my articles, Facebook Live, even my private um, messaging, uh, my collaborations with people, and even this interview. So there's all these touch points. And if someone is interested, then they get into a discovery call, then they get into a session. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it, you know, like just three steps, you know, touch points, discovery call, session. So, so I'm really exploring that to really step more and more into that. So wait, you know, what have you noticed in your funnel since you've been applying more grace to your business? Has the funnel changed or how the funnel works changed? Or the number of leads you get has increased or the number of conversions has increased? Well, the, the Facebook group was created as a result of stepping into because yeah, a lot of you know a lot of people who are in the the business intuition group you know they're just getting into this and I think it helps them to understand does this have a you know an effect on my on my business on my sales on my leads um, right so. yeah so leads is an interesting question right um, it's sort of like this is very new even for me, and I'm really exploring giving up the funnel model entirely and really embracing this new, what I call, touch point marketing or circle marketing, um, circular. There's a totally different paradigm and model. So creating that Facebook group two weeks ago is an example of this of this. So that's a direct manifestation of me stepping into effortless grace. That's one of the manifestations. So does it have an effect? Well, yeah, that group, you know, for the first time in my life, when I created that group, it feels like home. Like every time I go into my own group, it's like the vibration is so high. It's amazing. Mm. So and I've created many groups, you know, in the past that just didn't have the same energy, and it, it would just fizzle mm -hmm. out. And this one's different. Yeah. Well, you know, creating anything, whether it's a Facebook group or marketing piece, mm -hmm. you know, it's the intention we put into it and the energy we put into it. I mean, when I created the right. Facebook group for business intuition, you know, I did some magic and had intention and. Uh, was clear about yeah. what kind of people I wanted in it and what kind of energy and interaction I wanted in it because you know I've seen the same thing in other groups where they they just don't have engagement or, or they do and then they die out so I that wasn't what I wanted to manifest exactly exactly yeah 
and and that's one of your touch points, right? And and I don't know if you use funnel marketing. If you do, that might even be the beginning of your funnel. Mm-hmm. So, and so in my case, I created. So speaking of magic, I created that group because um, the day before I created that, I didn't even have an idea to create it. But I had. I suddenly I was in this close-eye process at a seminar, and I suddenly saw this vision of 1000 Phoenix Awakening and it was so powerful and and then the next day I had a session with an intuitive business coach and we were I told I told her about this vision and she asked me maybe you know you should create a Facebook group I thought yeah that's a great idea and then and I was wondering what to call it and she was like well when why not just call it Phoenix Awakening? I was like, oh yeah, I couldn't, right? Bingo. So, so I did. So it's like the vision, the magic was already there, you know? I just had to follow um, the guidance, the intuition, right, that came. So sometimes intuition comes without us even asking for it, right? And, and it's our choice whether to follow it or not, right? Right. So, I mean, that's that's another great topic to explore because it's not always about we have a problem and we ask a question and we get an answer. Sometimes some vision comes out of the blue that chooses us to be born and we either say yes or not. And if we say no, most likely things might end up being difficult for us. But if we say yes, it's just like fucking amazing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, part I you know I I I get that, and following intuition does lead to good things. But and sometimes it depends <laughs> on what the question being asked is uh, when you've got the intuition, because um, sometimes something may be good for your life and for your growth, but it may be not so good for your business in the short term. Um, yes, not in the short term. So. Yeah, and right, and and I was saying sometimes it it comes out of the blue without us even asking a question, right? It just comes like it's like this vision of one thousand Phoenix Awakening. It was like, when did this come from? You know, I have no idea, but now it makes total sense. You know, mm-hmm. and and. Usually the thing makes is, sense I in think re- you, retrospect, but doesn't always make sense exactly. at the time. Right. Steve Jobs said this beautifully. He said, you know, we cannot connect the dots going forward. We can only connect the dots going backwards. Yeah. yeah or it's totally. Or it's, I would say it's easier to connect them going backwards. It's possible to right. connect them going forwards. It just requires greater right. insight. Or, yeah. ac- or grace yeah, exactly. or acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. And trust. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep, totally. Well, um, anything else you want to share before we wrap this call up today? Yeah, I think one thing that could really help with their intuition is stepping more and more into who you really are, this this merging point of being and doing that I talk about, right? This 
your greatest gift, which is based on your greatest longing, like that you've yearned for from other people, is also your greatest gift. And for example, in my case, what I've longed for from other people is for them to allow me to be exactly the way that I am and for them to be in complete other, complete all of me. And it turns out that is my greatest gift. I allow you to be exactly the way you are. I'm, and when I allow myself to be that way, I'm in just other all of your greatness and you. Mm. And so... And, you know, and then I've also felt trapped my entire life because I didn't feel like I was allowed to just be. No, and I've noticed it over and over with clients. Like, there is one client who's felt like unrecognized her entire life and her greatest gift is recognizing greatness. Um, I have another client whose gift is uh, finding and creating a home for your big why, for your purpose, and... She's felt homesick her entire life. Mm. So really stepping into this exploration of what is my greatest longing and what is my greatest gift and really stepping into living from your greatest gift more and more. And I call it the flow zone because, you know, Gay Hendricks talks about the four zones that we operate in, like the zone of incompetence, competence, the zone of excellence, and the zone of genius which in his model is the highest zone. But in my model, there's a zone that's even higher that I call the flow zone, and that's your greatest gift, where being and doing just merges. And so intuition, dreams, you know, godlike, childlike, everything becomes one, right? So when you're living from that more and more and stepping into that, you're fully, like, your intuition itself. It's not a question of asking intuition for guidance to your intuition. Mm-hmm. So that's where I've been stepping mm-hmm. more and more and more into as well. So <laughs> you're not just hearing messages from your higher self, you are your higher self. Exactly. That's why I say it's about dissension, not ascension, where it's like you're letting your higher self descend down into your body and fully embody you and your life and through you in the entire world. Yeah, well, so many, so many people don't embody their spirit or they don't really want to be in, in their body on this planet, which is why we have exactly. so much addiction and distraction. People go And avoidance on. and, yeah, totally. And even meditation and even healing can become addictions. Mm-hmm. You know, we're avoiding our pain, but we're also avoiding our greatest gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... And it's, it's amazing. And so, yeah, for me, it's about bringing heaven to earth. It's not about going to heaven or mm-hmm. escaping to heaven. It's about bringing it here. Or, or put it, to put it another way, to recognize earth already is heaven. And we were just creating yeah. an illusion or maya to make it appear as though it wasn't heaven. Mm-hmm. And then when you clear that, you can see that everything is perfect here and you can manifest with grace in your life and business. Yeah, it's about uncovering the the mire 
the clay Buddha, right? The clay, so to see the golden Buddha that's already there. So an uncovering that's not true, everything that's not true to reveal and bring forth into the world the heaven that's already here, the heaven that is in each person's heart. Mm -hmm. To really create a movement of people doing that and being this way and really connecting from the heaven that's already here. Right. Well, that's a beautiful uh, thought for the day and a way to create your business in life. Yeah. So uh, thanks so much for talking with me today. If people want to connect with you, how can they locate you? Right now, I, I do have a website, but since I'm in this big transition, I would recommend just joining my Facebook group, Phoenix Awakening. All right. Just do a search for Phoenix Awakening and join the group. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, thanks so much. Have a great yeah. rest of your day. You too. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Get strategies and show notes at intuitiveleadershipmastery.com. What would it take to see you here next time on the Intuitive Leadership Mastery Podcast?